0: Hey friend, I see you over there. You've got one earbud in, listening to this podcast while you multitask, picking up the kids, cleaning the house, or walking the dog. You clicked play because you're kind of curious as to how in the world you could know you're meant for more than just surviving the day with all that's on your plate, let alone have permission to go after it with all the demands and distractions on your time. If that's you, And you're not sure if this hashtag meant for more thing is even possible? Keep listening because I'm here to tell you it is. The first step is to push pause on the distractions to fill up with him, to hear his voice and get a vision for where he's leading. Then there's the challenge of how to balance all the areas of your life and manage all the demands in your time so you could actually have time to move towards what he's put on your heart. I hear you and I get you. Maybe you've been listening to the podcast for a while. Maybe you even participated in the five day Redeem Your Time This Fall challenge last week and thought, I don't know if this would work for me because I'm really busy. That was me too, as well as our guest today. So before I introduce her, let me just invite you to come join the Redeem Her Time coaching program, where not only will we help you get clear on what you're called to in this season, but then together, take the next steps to make the time to go after it, even with all that life holds and to make it even better. Since I figure labor day is considered the official end of summer. I've extended the fall y'all sale through Monday, September 4th. So you can still snag hundred dollars off lifetime access. Plus get invited to the private community and live coaching support and take advantage of the time block review bonus. But once labor day is over, so is the summer, and so is the sale. So head over to redeemhertime.com forward slash coaching for all the details, and to grab a spot right away with code FALLYALL, one word. I guarantee you'll be so glad you did, especially since you'll be inspired that you really are meant for more with today's guest, Charity Majors. Charity is an author, inspirational speaker, and founder that has empowered over a thousand women all around the world To step into their greatest potential, grow their confidence, align with their purpose so they can grow their income, their impact, and their influence. After struggling with limiting beliefs and journeying through the loss of a child, Charity was given the gift of unshakable confidence that we are all here on purpose, for a purpose. And with this belief, along with the tools that she learned along the way, she equips others to unlock their purpose and step unapologetically into who they are meant to be and how they are meant to live out their calling. Her favorite titles are Babe to her husband, Chris, and Mama to her son, Judah, and daughter, Eden. They call Boise, Idaho home while also taking major adventures. She also is a recovering plant killer. She finds herself somewhere in the middle of those unforced rhythms of grace and pursuing the big God-sized dreams in her hearts while juggling hashtag mom life, date night, girl time, and sitting at the feet of Jesus. And get this, one of her favorite days was when she and her family went to Africa and gave over 100 pairs of shoes to orphans and children's centers. Talk about making time for what matters. So turn up your volume and listen in to our conversation. Hey, busy girl, welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast. Do you wish you were able to actually follow through on intentions and know where God wants you to focus? Do you find yourself looking up daily routines, time management, or life balance? Do you try to stick to your priorities, but find yourself overwhelmed and overcommitted because you said yes yet again? That's not the life he intends for you. Hey, I'm Lissa, Christian time management coach, priorities protector, and recovering to do list girl. And I get it. I filled my plate with all the things and felt stretched too thin and only half present. I wanted to say no without the guilt, so I could be available for what mattered most. But I felt like I didn't have enough time, energy, or self-discipline to make it all happen. Then, God led me to manage my time with faith as a foundation. On this podcast, you'll discover how to know what He's called you to, make the best use of your time and overcome distractions so you can be more present, and lovingly say no. It's time to give your best time and attention to what matters in this season and in light of eternity. Grab something to sip, and open up your heart and calendar. I'm about to show you how to redeem your time, with God at the center of it all. You ready? Well, hello, Charity. I am so excited to welcome you to the Redeem Her Time podcast today, and to get to know you. And you and I have had a little bit of time to connect off um, off camera here, but. I know my audience might be meeting you for the very first time today. So let's start off by learning a little bit about you. Tell us about who you are and who and what is filling your time in this season of your life.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much, Lisa. It's been really fun to connect with you and I just love what you're doing. And thank you for the opportunity to just share and to serve your audience. Um, If you really knew me, you would know that I actually grew up with this inner knowing that that I was amazing and I was meant for great things. And if you really knew me, you would know that growing up in poverty continued to douse that truth that I held inside of me. You know that growing up, the external feedback that I was getting from the outside world, that I didn't belong, that I was not enough, that I was a dumb blonde, that I was too intimidating, I was not, an- I was too bossy. Sometimes I was not enough, and other times I was too much. It actually really confused me as a little girl and the true identity that God had given me. And if you really knew me, you would know that I kept asking why, mm. why this doesn't feel like the promise. And if you really knew me, you'd know that in my teens, I actually became really disconnected to that promise that God had inside of me, um, that he had called me for more. And if you really knew me, you would actually know that the truth of who I knew I would become and the truth of who I knew I was being so far, it was actually so far off that I had lost myself in college, I decided that the best way for me to hide my pain was to put up walls, to wear masks, to be fake, to be perfect, to try and please everyone. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I would hide, you know, numb my pain, um, with alcohol, with toxic, toxic relationships and being an overachiever and really working for performance. I had a lot of my identity and what I did, not who I was. Mm -hmm. And if you really knew me, you would know that I actually went through a deep and extensive, what I like to call kind of the dark night of the soul, um, which where I just, dis- where I discovered that actually the strengths or the struggles that I had been through were actually a part of my purpose. And if you knew, if you really knew me, you would know that I am an irrepeatable miracle and that, tr- that I truly believe that you are too. I learned this with every cell of my body after experiencing the loss of a child and coming out of that dark night of the soul unapologetic with the message that I was meant for more and that so are you. God met me on the bathroom floor when I was ugly crying in a puddle of tears buried in shame and unlike a lot of the personal development world, he didn't give me a seven step to get out of my whatever. Hmm. And he, he didn't, in all of the brokenness that my body felt after journeying through loss, he told me that I wasn't broken. And from that healing journey, as I came out of loss, he gave me the unique perspective that there are a million pieces and parts that have to come together for life to be sustained and it's not a mistake life that, that you're here Melissa, that you're here it's not a mistake that i'm here it's not a mistake that you as a listener that you're here listening to this at this very exact moment and if you really if you really knew me you would know that i am gifted i am called i am anointed i am necessary i am aligned i'm a daughter of the king and now is the time for just a time as this, just like you talk about. And
0: yeah, so that's a little bit about me. (laughs) That's a lot about you. So thank you, first of all, (laughs) for being vulnerable and letting us see that, you know, you guys can't see her face right now if you're listening on the podcast, but we'll make sure that you find a way to connect with her afterwards. And, you know, she is beautiful, right? And so it's so interesting how we can see the outside of someone and, and think that, you know, everything is perfect, right. And everything is just right. And they're living their best life. And, you know, God has blessed them in all these ways and their life is perfect and all of that. And, and yeah, I think what you reminded us is number one, it's not always like that, but number two, it won't always stay like that. And number three, yeah. that God is the one who gives even the purpose to that pain. And, you know, to those parts that we you know sometimes wish wouldn't um, have been when we stop and listen to his voice. And I don't think it's by accident that it was when you were on your bathroom floor, when you were in that place where you finally, you just got to that place of like, there was nowhere else to go. And he was like, okay, right. Like, I feel like he's done that to me so many times too. Just now that I have your attention, let's let me fill you with truth, you know, instead of what yeah. we hear from the world around us, instead of you know, what we hear from even the voice inside of us. Um, and so now you're pouring out into women. So, you know, like how, yeah, like to just kind of maybe take us a little bit on that journey, right, about how you develop the passion for what you're doing to pour into women, to really encourage and, and bless them and 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 help them to hear this message too.
1: Yeah, well, as you heard, a lot of my journey had to do with kind of this shaky ground of identity and not, I mean, I grew up as a Christian, but not necessarily knowing what it really was. Like I knew in my head how to be a daughter, but not necessarily in my heart and what that looked like of, uh, you know, kind of working from or for favor instead of from it and for love instead of from love. And when I went through that journey and God just began to really work on my heart and my identity and what he said about me, um, and what heaven said about me and what he'd called me to, it really shifted things to me. And it really shifted things for me, especially just as far as not only the identity of who I am and who God is and who he says he is even through the hardest of times. Um, but my, my heart is also for women, for daughters to not only know who they are and whose they are, but to know how accessible it is to hear God's voice in the everyday.
0: Mm.
1: And, and it, it breaks my heart so much to know that there are so many women, myself included in my past that I didn't know God is a good father. I thought, You know, like, sure, I knew in my head that he was a good father, but what did that look like on a practical basis of when I went through something hard? Did I actually think that he was good regardless of my circumstances? And did I actually think that his plans were good regardless of my circumstances? And so for me, it was that journey of really like the longest and the hardest journey, the 18 inches from your head to your heart to actually know Mm -hmm. that man, he is such a good father. And like the plant, like what he has for us is his daughters, what he has for his kids is incredible. And when we know like that, that's a cornerstone, he is good. Mm. And we have full access to him and to his goodness and who he is and what he says and the plans that he has Um and that we've already been called to make heaven look more like earth. Like we don't need to wait for permission for someone else to anoint us and to have the, whatever fancy, you know, like ceremony of being anointed, like, no, like he's already given us the mandate to make heaven or to make earth look more like heaven. So what does that look like in, in our lives in our daily lives? What does it look like with my kids? What does it look like in my business? Um, what does it look like with and, you know, in my relationships, like in, you know, in marriage as it is in heaven, in family as it is in heaven, in business as it is in heaven. And um yeah, so it really is this beautiful journey of identity that when we have that firm foundation of identity, everything
0: changes. Hmm. Isn't it such a beautiful story? I'm reading chronologically through the Bible right now, and my audience knows that I'm I'm tracing this theme of the with God life. And just this morning I was in Isaiah and it's in the second part of Isaiah where it's not just all the woes, um, but it's, it's the part where like, God is really speaking peace to his people to say, yeah, even though you're in exile right now, even though you've walked away from me and this is the consequence for that, like I am with you. And he, just in what I was reading this morning was saying, you know, I've been with you since birth. I'll be with you until you have gray hair. And in the, in all of that, I, I save and I work and I I am, I'm here on your behalf and you are mine, right? Like regardless of what they did or didn't do, he said, I am your God and you are my people. Like that was, that was that choice that he made. And it's just such a beautiful picture of the with God life and how God invites us into that. And, you know, like it has nothing to do with our, our earning it um, or us being uh, able to, you know, sustain that on our own. Um, and so I truly believe as a part of that, like God, like you said, God has put things on our heart to build his kingdom here on earth. Right. And not just, you know, in, uh, in heaven one day. And so we talk a lot about like, or what is our with God life vision, right? Like instead of just always having our head down and just, you know, one foot in front of the other nose to the grind, right. Just in survival mode, like what is God wanting to do in and around me and through me here, um, in this life. Um, and yet I feel like that first piece of knowing that we're meant for more, you know, something beyond just maybe the everyday or the what's right in front of us. And then believing that is sometimes where we get stuck, especially as women. So let's dive into that a little bit more because, you know, as we're talking to an audience of women, you know, why is this sometimes a problem or a struggle for us to know that we are meant for more, even when we have all the evidence, right. Even when he tells us this, like we still sometimes struggle to know and believe that, why, why is it that we do that? Why do we feel like we need permission? Mm, I love this question. And I think a
1: lot of it actually has to do again. It's kind of back to this identity piece of who we are as daughters and the access that we have to the creator of the universe, mm. right? Where nothing is possible with him, um, and I think there's this really interesting. It's kind of this juxtaposition within the church of this almost this false understanding of what humility is. Right. When you think of like this meant for more message that I, you know, that I have that I share, I have meant for more ministries in my book and my meant for more podcast. And sometimes in today's world, it's kind of this, oh, like more, like more money or more like influence or more followers or whatever that might be. But what this actually means is it's the more of God and more of his heart, more of who he is, more dreaming. Um, with God, um, more of heaven on earth. And I think we get stuck in this place. And I know for me, I've been there as well, but not only this, I, do I have permission? Like, am I actually called to this? Do I really know that this is my quote unquote, my purpose, my ultimate thing in life that I'm supposed to do? And I think that sometimes we wait. I know for me, like I waited for a really long time for God to speak. Hmm. and like it was like, okay, God, like, I'm just going to wait right here and I'm not going to do anything until you say go when in the reality, like in reality, like he's already told me to make earth look more like heaven. And my, what was really interesting when I went through kind of this journey of identity, um, that I shared about, it was really that transition of going from that slave mentality to, really knowing what it was to be a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Cause slaves wait for orders. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I totally, it was really, really easy for me to like hear God's voice for other people.
0: <laughs>
1: right. But it was really hard sometimes for me to hear God's voice for myself. Yeah. yeah. And, but here's the thing that is that slave mentality at like, right. Like, Slaves wait for orders, they can easily hear directions given for other people that they're supposed to do whatever and tell other people what to do. But and But it wasn't until I transitioned my head to my heart to really knowing the difference of slave versus daughter, right? And as a daughter, like God has called us, he doesn't call us slaves anymore. He calls us friends. He's called us sons and daughters. And so what that looks like is that we get secrets, friends get secrets. And I think about my friends, they know the desires of my heart. Mm -hmm. They know my hopes and my dreams. And we're having those conversations. I'm not waiting for them to give me direction and command and tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. I like and, and going even back to the word heart, I talk about this in my book, but the word heart in Hebrew, it's the word card diva. And it literally, it means that this thing has been entwined in your very being. And I think that sometimes we think, Oh, is that desire like really me? Or is it really there from God? Yes.
0: Yeah, we right? question, is this God's voice or is this my great idea? I have a, a friend we really? had this conversation on the podcast a couple months ago and she's like, Well, maybe that is God's great idea that just came out of you. Like, why do we always second guess it? Yes. <laughs> right. And then we want like confirmation, right? How many times in the Bible did somebody like be like, Okay, well, like give me a sign, right? Well, you know, let me lay the <laughs> fleece out, and sure. do around it. Okay, well, no, that's not enough. Let me put the fleece out and then put the two on it, you know? And I think we do the same thing, right? We we keep we keep kind of, you know, questioning that and I love I love the idea of we are daughters right He has adopted us and so we have full right privileges as his children Um, and so we have that full access to him and he's always working and speaking I think often the problem is is that we are we are either just on the move all the time or we are just you know filling our our um, our ears with so many other voices that you know it just drowns out um, his. So if we stay stuck in that place, right. That, that on that side of either I'm waiting for those orders or I'm I'm kind of stuck in the unbelief or I don't know if this is him or, or whatever, like what does that cost us? You know, on the podcast, we talk a lot about our time, you know, so how does it affect our time? But then also how does this have a ripple effect on other areas of our life? Oh, good question. I, I, I
1: think that God is a lot more gracious <laughs> Mm -hmm. And what we maybe get what we either know or give credit for. Um, obviously we have free will will free will, we have free choice. And I also know that I'm not big enough to mess up God's plans for me. True. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And in going back to what you were even saying about like hearing his voice, I think that when we actually like really attune all of our senses and all of us to the different ways that he speaks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we become aware of it. Yeah. And it's actually really easy to pick up on what he is saying and what he is highlighting. And, you know, it's not like hearing God's voice is like this. A needle in a haystack, like his voice is the haystack, right. <laughs> you know, his thoughts, like Psalm 139 says that his thoughts towards you are more than the grains of sand. And my family and I, we just recently went to the beach and I remember sitting there on the beach and I had my feet in the sand, you know, my toes in the sand. And I was just like looking at the thousands of pieces that were of sand that were just on my toes. And then all of a sudden I like zoomed out and like, it was like this one beach, right? It was like nice. billions of pieces. Sand and then all of the sands and all of the world, and God's thoughts towards you, God's thoughts towards me are more than the grains of sand, like His voice is the haystack. Yeah, and I think it's also then really fun and important to remember that God's not His voice, like, uh, that He actually speaks in multiple ways, like, English isn't His first language, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like he, yes, he obviously chooses to meet us where we're at, but that's not the only way that he speaks. Um, Job 33, 14 says that God speaks now one way and in another. In, in the Bible, he spoke from a burning bush. He spoke through dreams. He th- spoke through visions, through angels, through the audible voice, through the whisper in the wind, through all of creation, through songs, through other people, through senses, you know, through your inner knowing. And Proverbs 2, 2 says, this, train your heart to listen mm-hmm. when I speak and I actually love that we are hardwired to hear from God in all of the ways that he speaks. And so it just is a matter of kind of attuning our spirit mm-hmm. to what it is that he's saying or highlighting Or, you know, the little flash in your mind that you might see, or the little thought that pops into your head to text that one person or that gut feeling that, you know, that you might know, or just that, you know, like, what if a lot more of that is God more than what we actually even think or realize?
0: Yeah. I'm thinking of, you know, the passage talks about my sheep hear my voice. And they, I know them and they follow me, right? And and the sheep recognize their shepherd's voice. They don't question, wait, is that him? I mean, they know it so well, because like you said, they're tuned into that. And I'm going through this personal growth journey for my 50th birthday this year and celebrating for an entire year. So uh, it's been really fun, but really going through this, this spiritual journey and just really diving into some of the spiritual disciplines and how those are things that put us just in that place where we can really hear him. And, you know, allows us to slow down not only our bodies and minds, but also our souls to be able to hear his voice and then to say, Yep, that's my shepherd. I know. And now I'm, you know, I'm following. So obviously we don't want to stay stuck on the side of waiting for orders or questioning, you know, whether or not it's him or not. We want to be able to step out, you know, into that. So what are, you know, some, some keys to knowing that we're meant for more that then can help us move towards actually going after it, right? Taking action towards what he's calling us to.
1: Well, I think one of the things that to know is that you're meant for more is that to know that you're alive, that you are literally here out of all of eternity, God chose you, wrapped you as a god dream mm. in human flesh at this exact time in all of history on the planet for just a time as this. Mm. And for the awareness to know, like, and I love this word, like this, like the fear of God, but what the fear, the fear word actually means is translated as the wonder of God, like the wonder of that. He has actually restrained his power. He's chosen to restrain his power, his omnipotent power of the creator of the universe to actually allow us to be his hands and feet Mm. and allow us to bring heaven to earth. And I think a lot of times we're waiting for permission or we're waiting for this God sign in the clouds or his voice to boom through the, <laughs> through the, through the clouds. Right in the wall, God. I just want to see your finger on the wall. right? <laughs> like, just take a step towards moving towards something huh. or to even be able to dream with God. But what if. What if we actually started to view him not as the God that is standing there with a stop sign that will eventually turn it and say go, you know, compared to that, he's the God of the green light. He's the God that has already called us to bring heaven heaven to earth. He has already called us to like go to the nations and to make disciples. That he has already done all of this stuff for us and given us permission because we're the ones that actually respond to him, right? He loved the world first. And it's our response. And so when we can move from a place of favor and from a place of love, instead of having to work for it or earn for earn it or wait for permission, like God is the God of the green light. And he is actually more concerned with your future than what you actually, than what you might even know. And the dreams that he has for us are really, really good. And I think that we when we can move forward um, step-by-step following him then he will, he'll, he's going to be the one that closes the doors. He's yeah. going to open the doors. He's going to close the doors. And then like it says in Romans, like he works all things out for good. So even when I take a misstep, even when I fail and get it wrong, even when I miss the mark, which that's the definition of sin, the definition of sin is to miss the mark. Right. And even when I miss the mark, he is still going to work it out for good because his plans are good. And he works all things out for good. And so there's this, it's not a matter of necessarily like having a plan compared to where the, you know, where the, the understanding of the holder of the plans, you know, like knowing the, the man, the, the God that holds the plans
0: in his hands and knowing him. And rarely does he show us the whole plan is what I found. Right. (laughs) He shows me just the next step and it requires a lot of faith because I'm a planner, hence being a time management and life planning coach. Right. So I like to have a good plan, right? I like to know where I'm going. I'm not a just joyride person. Let's hop in the car and see where we, you know, end up. And yet there are times when I just have to be like, okay, Lord, I'm trusting that you are going to guide each step and that you already know where this is going. And I'm just going to, in faith, going to step out and lean in and listen and, uh, and trust you. So I love, I love how you point out, like knowing the one who holds the plans, not just knowing the plan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's about.
0: And yet so often we're the ones who get in the way, right? Because we either want the whole plan or we second guess the plan or we think we have a better plan, right? There's that. And then, you know, we want to go off on our own. And like you said, like, you know, nothing surprises him. So it's not like all of a sudden he's going, Oh no, charity went that way. And I wanted her to go this way. And now my whole plan is ruined and what what, what will I do? Right. It will just, yeah. okay. And, you know, and, and yeah, it's just this beautiful process of us learning to trust and yield and, uh, and be part of, of that. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's that, and it's like, I I just, I know I keep going back to this, like identity as a daughter. Like when I think of my son and I have a seven-year-old son, his name is Judah And for him, as, as my son, he has full access, like, like, he doesn't have to ask me permission to like get an apple for a snack. You know, he doesn't have to ask, like he has full access to everything that I have that my husband, you know, that we have, that we own. So as a son, like he has full access. And for me, like when I, like, it actually gives me like the greatest joy to, do what he wants to do within reason, of course. Like if he <laughs> wants to stay up until 2 a.m. eating ice cream all night, like probably not the best choice. And I will invite him into conversation and, you know, guide him in a better choice and a better direction. But one of my favorite things to ask my son is, Hey, buddy, like what do you want to do today? Yeah. And I think that when it comes to like the plans and the purposes that God has for us, I remember there, all, there came a time where I kind of moved out of the waiting for, you know, per, like not permission, but waiting for the orders from God, quote unquote, to now, okay, God, okay, I'm going to walk step, you know, hand in hand, step by step. I know that you want this for me. And then I got to a point where it was like, okay, God, like now, you know, now what's the plan? And he's, and I remember him continuing to ask every time I asked him, he's like, what do you want to do? my love, what do you want to do? And it reminded me so much of when I asked my son, like, if we have a fun little mommy son date, you know, and like, sure, I could have really great plans and I'll offer those ideas to him. And at the same time, like, I want to see my son light up. Like he loves, you know, to go to the park or to the trampoline park or to, you know, go to like one of the fun little, like play a bunch of kid games, like (laughs) in the dirty place has pizza, like whatever (laughs) it is. Right. But he has a blast. And so you better believe. Like, okay, buddy, like that sounds like an amazing idea. Let's go together,
0: yeah, and you're just delighting you. in that withness, right, and yes. in that relationship and 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 doing being together. It's beautiful. Isn't it cool how Thank God has these tangible pictures right of like what what he does with us and sometimes we can't see it for ourselves, but then like we can see it in our kids. i I think that's amazing, yeah, yeah. So as we kind of, you know, wrap things up, we're just, you know, barely scratching the surface here, but I'm just, I'm envisioning, you know, a listener right now, who's just like, okay, this all sounds great. And you sound like you've all got this figured out charity. And, you know, I really want to do this. And Lisa talks about the with God life. And I really want, you know, to believe this and know this and start, you know, living in this way, but I'm still struggling. I'm struggling to know I'm made for more. I'm afraid to take action, to go after it, even when I do feel like God has, you know, has shown me that because I'm afraid more of maybe what other people will think or where it's going to, what's next or whatever. Like, what's just one piece of encouragement that you would give to that woman who's listening who's still maybe just kind of, you know, struggling on the other side of that? Hmm. I
1: actually have a poem. Might sound kind of funny that I'm just going to read a poem for a minute, but sure. this is one of the biggest encouragements for me and absolutely know that this was a message that God gave me to share. So here we go. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more in this life to be and do more than go to work, pay bills, or solely be a wife? When did you hear it? The still small voice inside the one you can't shake, deny, or from it, hide. It's the voice that echoes. Who are you not to be incredible, beautiful, and a bright light for the world to see. I know you're scared and at times you feel not enough. The hurt you have been through and the times that were rough darling it happened for you to show you the strength you have inside and the light that is within you must come out it can no longer hide the time is now not tomorrow or another day not when you feel equipped or when you can see every step along the way it's time to shine to be real and connect call in your sisters your tribe the others whose light will reflect the light of the sun his love his hands and feet to a world that is broken and so desperately needs the gifts you have been given the purpose Placed in your heart, the ones only you have been given. It's your time to play your part. Step in, step up, shine your light bright. The darkness is fleeing like when dawn comes after the night. Do not be afraid or discouraged. You have what it takes. Be bold and courageous, even when high are the stakes. For I am with you and for you, and I will show you the way. Take my hand, darling. The time to shine is now, today. The movement is building. It cannot be contained. The time is now. Shine your light past the flame. There's a secret you already know that your light is not meant for just you. It's a gift you have been given to give to others so they can shine their light too. Ignite the fire, fan your flame, uncover your light and find others who are the same. The light bringers, the love carriers, those who know they are meant for more too, meant to show the world the way to go, the way to love, the way to unite the ones who will pass on to others. Jesus is light. Together, we can do it shining bright, passing the flame to drive out the darkness, to shine as one and to make the world a brighter place. Let's go, beautiful one. It's time to shine that little light of yours and
0: for me to shine mine. I've got what I call God bumps right now. They're like, you know, Holy Spirit goosebumps that when you just you're like, this was for me. And I am a huge proponent of listening to things on repeat that we really want to ingrain in how we think and feel and believe. And so I actually, I have an app called voice loop, and you could also use the voice recorder on your phone. And like, I would love to get this, my hands on this poem and like record myself reading it. And then listen to that. There's something really powerful about listening to something, especially like this over and over again, and just letting it sink in and become a part of you. So thank you for sharing that. Is that yours? It is. God gave me that through that dark night of the soul. Um, Well, that is so beautiful, which leads me to where I want to take us next, because we want to get our hands in this great poem. You've mentioned a book that you have. You've mentioned a ministry that you have and things like that. So I know you have a lot of great resources. So tell me about like, how can women connect with you? you know, find support on this journey. Um, you know, where, where are the, where can she go? What kinds of things are you um, putting out in the world to help her to do exactly what we've talked about today?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I would love to connect. It's one of my
1: favorite things to do. I mostly hang out on Instagram. Um, so, Charity Majors on Instagram. I do have Meant for More Ministries on Instagram. And then you can grab my book on Amazon. It's just uh, Meant for More, Igniting Your Purpose in a World that Tries to Dim Your Light. But, yeah, share, share your favorite nugget, your favorite takeaway. If you want a, a free download of that poem, you can just go to slash meant for more.
0: Oh, fun. Okay. I'm going to head over there too. So I'll make sure I put those links in the show notes and um, we can grab that as well. I was half joking when I said, I want to get my hands on it, but I'm really glad (laughs) that you're offering. You can hold me accountable. I'll read it as amazing as you did, but to recording it and then listening to that um, regularly, because that's truth we need to hear, right? That's, that's our father talking to us as daughters and building that belief in us and moving us to action. So Thank you so much for sharing your story, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing this message that God has put on you uh, and in you and is giving you to to speak to women. I know many women who are listening today are going to be blessed by your conversation. And I just really encourage our listeners today that if this conversation has blessed you in any way, that you would share it with someone else, that it would be a blessing too. Um, Just because we are all about, like Charity said. You know, bringing his kingdom here on earth and um, and multiplying um, all all of that that he has given us into the hearts and lives of other people. So, thank you so much today. In closing, I always love to ask my guests a personal question, just to get into your heart and calendar and thinking about where you're at right now and maybe what God is leading you to. So, as you look ahead to like the season that you're in in life, what's one thing that you want to intentionally make time for in this season of your life?
1: In this season, God is actually
0: uh, inviting
1: me into breaking out the pen and paper again to write my next book. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be a a really, uh, I have quite a bit of it done actually, and signed on with a literary agent. We're going to start to pitch it to major publishers. Um, But there are seasons where He just invites me into. Just kind of a journey back into his heart, you know. I kind of go into his heart and get what he's saying and bring it back out, and go back into his heart and get hear what he's ha- saying and bring it back out, and um, and so it's a season where I just get to lean in close. Um, so what it looks like is actually saying no to a lot of things, which I get FOMO right. <laughs> really easily when my girlfriends are doing the whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, or just the guilt but, of like right saying no, or right we we talk about that a lot in the podcast. But when you say no to something, it's allowing you to create space for what you know you need to give your best yes to. So it's just know that, you know, you will not regret it uh, in the long run. Right. I love that. Can you give us a sneak peek? Is there a title or anything like that yet? Or do we need to kind of keep watching to see what's coming?
1: So far, if I keep, if we keep it this way, depending on what the publisher picks it up and if they adjust anything, but right now it's a, de- it's a devotional and it's called the pathway to and from the heart of the father.
0: Mm, that's so beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today. We can't wait to, to see what the, what is coming and what God's doing as you faithfully walk with him. And as we faithfully, you know, walk with him in the ways that he's called. It. Wow. Are you inspired or What? you were meant for more, more of him and his kingdom, more of heaven on earth. And he has given you orders to be more, not as a slave, but as his daughter. I love Charity's reminder that out of all of eternity, he chose you for such a time as this. And when you know who you are, whose you are, and the one who holds the plan, it's time to go after what he's put on your heart to do. And I don't know about you, but I think I need that poem that Charity shared in my head and heart daily. So head over to charitymajors.com forward slash meant for more to grab a copy of it along with her book. Cause you are meant for more too. Okay. friend. I'll see you over inside the redeem her time community where we'll talk more about this. And I'd love to see you inside the redeem her time coaching program where we can get to work on making it happen together. Be sure to grab a spot with cold fall, y'all, before summer, and this sale is officially over on September 4th. Thanks for joining me for this episode. And until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough don't forget to come join the after party inside the redeem her time community we're not just about knowing we're about doing together head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community leave a question to be featured on the podcast schedule a free 15 minute strategy session or all the above of course i'll drop the link in the show notes because i know you're a busy girl look carefully then how you live not as unwise but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.